A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Hello, Hello babies. babies. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thanks for listening to our show. Oh. It's March 6th, which means that um, oh, yeah. there is a special election in LA tomorrow. If you yeah. guys are. Um, for all you Los Angelinos, um, yeah, there's a special election tomorrow. So please vote in it and and don't ignore that that mailing, that ballot that came in your mailer. Like I, I know that, you know, we you're all like, oh, we just voted. Uh yeah. What is this? I don't think anyone feels like that, though. I think I everyone's know. like, let me vote again. I want to vote all the time. <laughs> I want more of a say in what's happening yeah. around me. And I think uh, local elections are like really important. And this one has a couple of measures. Um, uh, measure H, you should vote yes on. It um, helps the homeless. And then measure S is a confusing one for people. And I think you should vote no on it because it would limit um, building new housing. And there's a lot of billboards up right now that are like save our neighborhoods. Yes on us. Yeah. And those are bad. Like those are those bullshit. Are, it's some NIMBY bullshit. It's people who don't want their view blocked by apartment buildings and they just want to like protect their land values. But it's, it's going to make this, it's going to make LA like the Bay area. Like nobody's going to be able to afford anything. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. It'll like, push more rental um, vacancies are at, I think an all time low in LA or something crazy like that. Yeah. It's and we nuts. need more housing because a lot of people are moving here. Yeah. And the homeless are, don't have housing here and it will limit affordable housing. Um, I know a lot of people think that the only structures are going up are like million dollar condos. And yes, that is a problem, but, um, but that also eases the housing burden even, yeah. even if it is luxury apartments and population density is a good thing for a city because it means that more, uh, you know, stuff comes to that area. Like you, you get more infrastructure yeah. and more public transportation and that's all good stuff. <laughs> also apartment buildings are a lot greener than single family homes. Yes, they are. I know we all want a big house with a backyard, but it's just not okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay for me. Cause I have it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you rent? <laughs> I rent. That's true. When I buy, I'm going to buy a big apartment building. Yeah. A mansion. <laughs> anyway, please vote. And you know, in general vote. Yeah. Even if you don't live in LA. Voting's cool. Yeah. Vote on online quizzes. Yeah. I guess taking a quiz is a type of voting because you're voting on what the answer to the quiz is. You're getting your opinion out there. <laughs> yeah. And it is, my opinion is, I am a Ross in France. <laughs> oh, no. No, I don't know if that's oh, true. No. But by the way, I like Ross. Yeah. Uh, well, who's your favorite friend? Have we um, talked about this a million times? <laughs> you know, I always liked Chandler, but then rewatching it, I was like, Chandler's an asshole. Yeah. He's a real dickhole. Um, I <laughs> guess if I had to choose who I most like, maybe it's a cross between like Rachel, Monica and Phoebe. It's like, you know, some kind of hybrid of all of them. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm definitely a Chandler. And also, <laughs> yeah. and also Chandler sucks. <laughs> I'm every friend. And Gunther. Yes. <laughs> Gunther, that's one of my favorite Hollywood stories is the story of that actor who plays Gunther. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys know this. He was an extra on that show <laughs> and he got cast as the barista because they were like, which one of you extras knows how to, how to work a cappuccino machine <laughs> or an espresso machine or whatever? And he knew. And so then he became Gunther. Like one day they gave him a line and then that became... I love that. His, he had to keep his hair bleached for 10 years. 
<laughs> because of that. I wonder how much money he made. I know. Very curious. He's super rich now, I bet. No, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he never had to work again. But then I'd also not be surprised if he made hardly any money at all. I guess so. I just feel like... Because if you start as an extra, your contract probably isn't that great. Here's the thing, and I'm going to blow the lid off of Hollywood right now. Whoa. So I was on a multicam TV show that was on TBS that for two seasons, and I was only on it for one season, and it was barely syndicated anywhere, and I still, a year <laughs> later, got a check for $11,000 out of nowhere. Whoa, just because like Because they royalty? sold it overseas and like somewhat, yeah. Just royalties on the, like, 10 episodes of television I was in. So if you're fucking Gunther and you were on fucking Friends for yeah. 10 seasons, even if you only did one episode every season, that show was syndicated everywhere. Good point. I think he maybe he's, doesn't have to work again. He's probably good. But, but you know, living modestly. Yeah. Not the way the rest of the Friends are, who I think maybe make, like, 50 grand a month, like, yeah. just on Friends. But a lot of them still work consistently. Like, Which I don't understand. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow is still working. I mean, I get if you love it, but I think they just like to work. Start a charity. I, I don't want Lisa Kudrow to stop. She's great. Yeah, she was, she's awesome. But still, I feel like, uh, yeah, what are you doing with that money? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hi guys. <laughs> I love to just sit and think about what rich people do with their yeah. money. What are you doing with your money? <laughs> um, what yeah. kind of stupid crap do you buy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so hard to know what you would do with your money. I know. Hopefully, something good. Yeah. I feel like in uh, Trump's America, any extra money I make feels like a hot potato where I'm like, ah, and NAACP, take it, please. <laughs> Guilt. <laughs> it's burning my hands. I did. I doubled how much I gave to charity this year. Good. Yeah. That's great. It felt really good because it's like, I'm not going to miss that. Yeah. It's fine. Your boyfriend actually helped me figure out a good rule for how much to donate to charity. Oh. And it's, he said, it's uh, whatever amount makes you feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like a good a good rule of thumb. We were just like, oof. All right. We were just like, ooh, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind, of, kind of a lot. That's yeah. kind of more than I want. Yeah, just a little bit more than you want to. Yeah. Um, unless you're a sociopath, in which case, give way more than you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I heard three to five percent is a good guide, too. If Oh, really? Uh, of yeah. your income? If you, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I guess it depends on... It could be more or less depending yeah. on... I guess it depends on your... Like, I definitely think it should be a higher percent the more money you make because then it's not coming out of money you're spending on food or like, yeah. you know. There's... I, I've definitely talked about this before, but there's a weird thing where like uh, the, the amount of income people make, you can see that they give a certain amount to charity when they're at this income, but then... Uh, and a certain amount when they're really rich, but then in the middle, that's when people give the least... And oh, I, interesting. I think it's because that's when people are really starting to have families and they're buying houses and stuff. And they're like, no, I need that money because oh, I'm like yeah. building my life. That's, that's my... They start to plan for having... Yeah. I definitely noticed when I like stopped hand to mouthing it with my money, mm -hmm. that's when I started spending a, like, spending a lot. And now I've... I don't know. This is a weird thing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> money's uncomfortable. But it is like when you go from being able... From being like, well, I'm never going to have any money saved ever in my life to being like, oh, I might be able to save some money. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I should save all my money. Yeah. But anyway, hopefully all of those rules are being rewritten now. I hope so. I don't know. Weird. People respond to this latest stuff in different ways. Yeah. I hope everyone's hanging in there. Yeah. Um, oh, I want to um, promote this website I found called righttocongress.org. 
that I really have been enjoying because it makes writing letters to your senators super easy. And you can just kind of pick out like what you care to write to them about and it'll kind of put in a form letter and then you can um, customize it. Oh, cool. Um, and it has their addresses on there. Although you can also look up their local addresses. I heard that it's, it gets to them faster if you send it there instead of to Washington, D.C. Um, so I've just been writing to Diane Feinstein like she's like my long lost lover. Just, you know. <laughs> uh, Dearest Diane. <laughs> my friend Jillian Tamaki was joking about how it's like you suddenly have all these pen pals who just don't write back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I took a bunch of like envelopes and stamps to work so I could just do it on my lunch break. Oh, cool. It's fun. That's a great move. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. I don't know how much it helps, but it couldn't hurt. So yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm very polite. I'm not like swearing in there, even though I'd like to in some cases. Yeah. I always forget that there are people who don't like swearing because <laughs> so little do I have to interact with people like that in my life. And I then know. I remember like I just crawling around on like Facebook and shit and like. I've gotten in this bad habit where, like, I'll literally find a random person online who, like, maybe commented on a friend's picture or something, and I'll be like, I'm going to try and figure out if this person voted for Trump. <laughs> and I will go <laughs> down, like, hobby. I will go down, like, the craziest rabbit hole, like, trying to figure out, like, because I think a lot of people who voted for Trump aren't saying it online. Yeah. And I've just been like, it, this is, like, a very weird, shameful hobby that I have develop now because I just I think it's I think it comes from a place of wanting to like understand yeah that viewpoint a little bit more very hard not to feel superior to them because it just I just feel like you know it's hard not to feel like I've thought things through more than they yeah just morally and intellectually clearly like I've done a better job here (laughs) (laughs) right uh (laughs) yeah well well one thing that i will say like is there was one woman who i went down a rabbit hole on and she posted like i just saw one of her instagram pictures was like a picture of a bunch of like pussy costumes from the like women's march Uh and her caption was like this is degrading like oh yeah i saw that something where i'm like oh i totally forget that there are people who are like literally scandalized by the word pussy yeah still somehow voted for a guy who bragged about grabbing them yeah like and they think the they think leftists are super like degenerate and yeah yeah, and And they it's because they don't also they don't understand art they don't really value it (laughs) well they don't value it in the same way that i do which is fair that's fine you don't have to love the thing i love but like then when they see something that's kind of weird or sexy, it disturbs them instead of delights them. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just like not enjoying being challenged is I think a pretty human response, but something yeah. that you kind of turn off when you enjoy like art or things like that. Anyway. God, this guy started trolling me on Twitter. Well, a lot of trolls came after me because Jack Moore, who we had on our podcast. Oh, yeah. Crazy timing of us having Jack Moore on the podcast two days yeah. before Twitter turned on him. They attacked him because he writes for Dear White People. And for some reason... A show called Dear White People is not enough for white people. Like They think it's racist. Um, and so they started attacking him. And just because he retweeted me once and because we had him on the show, they came after me. Yeah. Um, people found a tweet that Jack did like the day after the election that was like, Fuck white people. Fuck white people with like an infographic of the statistics of how many white people voted for Trump. Yeah. And they're like, this guy is a racist. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) no, you also don't understand irony. Like he is a white man. So yeah, clearly there's an ironic 
tinge to this, but um, also just get a fucking grip. You don't actually care about racism. You're just saying that because you think we care about that, and exactly. that you will defeat us using that logic, which you will not. Which this this one troll who came after me started saying that I was into bestiality because of BoJack, and then he said I was. <laughs> This is really disturbing, but he said I was a pedophile because I had to draw Bojack about to have sex with a high school student, Penny, in that one episode of season two. Um, and I'm, I wanted to say, like, well, in the episode, she clearly says I'm 17, the age of consent in yeah. this state. Um, you know, it's very clearly laid out in the episode, but I didn't want to argue with him and give him more fuel. Um, but yeah, he just kept calling me a pedophile. And I was like, if you care about victims of abuse so much, why don't you donate to a charity instead of attacking me? Like, what are you, and those people just throw the word pedo at anyone they disagree with. Yeah. Um, the grasping for moral high ground. It's so, it's so nowhere to be seen there. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we we try not to curse when we write to our senators is my question. I guess so. (laughs) It's crazy. I keep getting trolled and none of these trolls have convinced me that Trump is good yet. <laughs> yeah. None of them have convinced me at all of anything. They're we, all bad. <laughs> we get into this a little bit later in the show when, when Lori comes on, but uh, just the idea that like, I don't know if I should be trying to change people's minds anymore. Yeah. Or if I should just be trying to like motivate and agitate people who already agree with me. Yeah, I don't, I know. don't know. You can't change some minds, especially people who are just trolling on Twitter. Like they're not there to, to have an actual discussion. (sighs) Um, this is only vaguely related, but I said I was going to talk about it. I'm getting evaluated for attention deficit disorder this week, (gasps) which is something that, um, has kind of been brought on by the Trump administration in a way because I, well, first of all, um, I have kind of, Long suspected this might be something that, uh, like a term that applies to me, but I also didn't realize until sort of recently that the checklist for women is different than the checklist for men because it's one of those fucking uh, sexism in medicine biases. It's like the same thing with heart attacks. Yeah. The symptoms of a heart attack are different in women. Yeah, they are. So, like, once I realized that, like, it affects women differently than it affects men, and I started looking into that more, I realized, like, oh, this is totally me. Like, this what, absolutely describes what me. What were the things that... Um, the things that really, like... I mean, okay. Let me look up the checklist that I was looking at um, before. Um, one of the things was definitely, like, do people call you spacey? Um, and you I was don't like, seem spacey to me. That's what my boyfriend said. But as a child, you seem so focused. As a child, my parents always called me space cadet. I got called spacey all the time yeah. as a kid. And I think one of the crazy. things that happens is you develop coping mechanisms throughout your life. And part of the reason I think why I don't seem to be spacey now is that I've focused my life around things that hold my attention, such that as performing, smart. and which is great. But now that I feel like motivated to do things such as like paying attention to the news or calling my senators or things like that that don't already hold my attention the way like performing or writing for television do. Yeah. I feel like, oh, I actually need to deal with this problem. But aren't those things just sort of intrinsically boring? I don't know. Like writing to a senator is not fun or sexy and that's why most people don't bother possibly i just like writing like, writing for tv i think is incredibly difficult requires so much attention span i think but it was easy for me immediately yeah 
but I, I just have only ever done things that were easy for me. I mean, okay, so here's a here's a checklist. Writing that I found seems online. like it'd be the hardest thing if you have ADD. Yeah, well, it is. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, writing on your own is, but writing in a group is not because oh. other you volley the ideas around and stuff like that. Um, I'm writing right now, and it sucks so much because I have to do it alone. And it's like, why do you have to write? your pilot alone like writing what? a pilot alone is so much harder it than sucks. writing any other episode of tv shows yeah because when you sell the show you get to write with a team yeah so why can't you just do that to okay begin with? here's a checklist that i found do you feel overwhelmed in stores at the office or at parties is it impossible for you to shut out sounds and distractions that don't bother others <laughs> yeah is time money paper or stuff dominating your life and hampering your ability to achieve your goals do you often shut down in the middle of the day feeling assaulted? Do requests for one more thing put you over the top emotionally? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are you spending most of your time coping, looking for things, catching up or covering up? Do you avoid people because of this? Yes. Have you stopped having people over to your house because of your shame at the mess? Yes. Do you have trouble balancing your checkbook? Well, that doesn't really apply anymore. <laughs> Do you often feel as if life is out of control, that it's impossible to meet demands? You feel like you're always at one end of a deregulated activity spectrum, either a couch potato or a tornado. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you feel that you have better ideas than other people, but are unable to organize them or act on them? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, do you start each day determined to get organized? Have you watched others of equal intelligence and education pass you by? Do you despair of ever fulfilling your potential and meeting your goals? Have you ever been thought of as selfish because you don't write thank you notes or send birthday cards? Are you clueless as to how others manage to lead consistent, regular lives? <laughs> yeah. Are you called a slob or spacey? Are you passing for normal? Do you feel as if you are an imposter? Is all your time and energy... This is also relatable, but isn't this just... This... Well, maybe you also just have ADD. Maybe, but this sounds like a lot of people I, I know. I do think a lot of this is probably just relatable to a lot of people, but... And I think that... Everyone feels like an imposter. Yeah. But I also think that part of the reason why people then don't get diagnosed is they just feel like, oh, everyone's dealing with this. I shouldn't be like, yeah. But so what, I'm just shitty for not being able to deal with this. What happens if you get diagnosed? Do you get to take Ritalin or like, yeah? Oh my god, please don't. No, <laughs> why not? Ritalin's kind of scary. Well, or it's Adderall. Like, it's like speed. <laughs> Lisa, don't medicine what? shame me. <laughs> All right. See, you can take it if you need it, but I think you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I have a lot of like shame and guilt about not being productive and not oh. like doing the things that I set out to do. You do so much stuff though. But it took a really, really, really long time for me to get there. Yeah. Like there was maybe like a good decade of my life where I really just hated myself for not being able to do the things that I said I was going to do. Oh. Um, and it's, you know. Yeah. I, I, won't, like I won't shame you if you, if you get prescribed medicine. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but you just did. I know. I'm sorry. I take it back. <laughs> That's why I wanted to talk about it. Because yeah, I yeah. do feel like it's a thing where I, for a really long time, even though I thought this could apply to me, was something that, like, people wouldn't take seriously. Oh. And, like... I'm so sorry that I... Okay. I'm sorry. I totally didn't mean <laughs> it's it. It's just like a, you know, it's yeah. just like a thing where it's like... I don't know. There's a lot of people who think it's not real. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that much about it. But like once I started considering it and realizing like how much of my life it would explain. Yeah. It was just like a relief to think that there could yeah. be. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. Do you, 
Do you get tested by a doctor or like a psychologist? A uh, psychologist. Yeah. So I'm going in on Tuesday. And I guess it's like a three-hour thing. Um, but, you know, I think like part of the reason why I like decided to, I've been, you know, it came up in therapy and my therapist was like, is that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I've talked to several other people who had like also were diagnosed late in life and they were like, it's, yeah. you know, changed everything and... Um, oh, so like medicine helped them, and yeah, yeah, in a big way. Um, I'm so sorry. That was just my gut reaction. No, I feel like such a fucking it's asshole. Okay, I'm so sorry. It's like you couldn't have known how sort of like emotional it's been. For yeah, me, but I completely relate to that feeling of feeling bad and just wanting an answer and like yeah. just wanting to know what it is. You know, because yeah, I feel that way a lot too. Yeah, and I would like. I wish I had just a like a label or something. Like you have that. You have low thyroid. You know, just something. Yeah, and then yeah, and I. I get upset about it a lot. And then my boyfriend will be like, you're just fine. Sometimes you just feel bad and it's not enough for me. Yeah. Um, it's not enough for me to just be like, sometimes people just feel bad or they have trouble doing this or whatever. It's yeah. like, well, and I also think the fact that something is common doesn't mean that it's not real. Yeah. Like I think absolutely. like uh, calling something a disorder is not like, Oh, there's a very specific part of your brain that's broken yeah. as much as it is like, this is a way of organizing a group of symptoms that like, can be remedied. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like a stigmatized thing. Yeah. Um, but it is like, you know, it's one of those things where people are just like, oh, you're just making excuses for... No. Yeah. No, I think my reaction is just like, you seem to have it all together. And yeah. that's maybe you don't feel the way that, that I see you. Like, yeah. and that makes sense. Like, you yeah. just, you're so um, productive and you do so many cool things. And I'm always like, oh, how does Emily manage all this? Like w when I try to do stuff, I feel like it's all so difficult. But I of course, I don't mean. know how yeah. you feel on the inside. Yeah. But I also like, I feel that way too. Like I yeah. feel like you're so productive and you <laughs> get so much done. But I mean, I think we both probably have. I like, related so much to everything on that list you just read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think the thing that like really sort of like pushed me to actually like think about this in a real way is the fact that like I feel like broken by <laughs> like I'm sorry like by what's happening in the world. Yeah. I'm like feeling like if there's some way I can be more useful, yeah. I want I want that yeah like i want i don't want like i want to be at a hundred percent if i can be yeah. you know like it's okay that i've been just sort of coping up until this point and doing like the most that i can with who i am and how i work you yeah. know like but it's been like a month or so where i've just been like but you're also just one person yeah like, there's only so much you can do <laughs> I know. It's not like you're, you're like, not just like but I'm doing, ignoring it. I'm There's so nothing. many people who aren't <laughs> doing anything. They're just yeah. ignoring it and they're just saying fake news every time. <laughs> like we just talked to Lori yeah. about her mother about that. And like, um, I've been coming home from work and just like watching TV until I go to sleep. Me too. It's been That's like, fine. Yeah. You're just, you're a person. That's what mm -hmm. people do. The, like the burden shouldn't be entirely on you. I know. I don't <laughs> feel like it is. I don't even feel like it's even partially on me. But yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just interested to see what happens with this. Um, yeah. And I want to be able to like focus on things that are boring because they matter to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, me too. They're boring, but they matter. Mm -hmm. um, 
But I also want to be able to like listen to people better. I do think that's something that's like come up in my life like over and over again of people telling me that it feels like I'm not listening to them. Really? Yeah. Um, And it just feels like the stakes are higher now. Like I don't want mm. – anyway. I started reading this book called Conflict is Not Abuse. Oh, I've heard really good things about that. Yeah, it's really interesting. It is a little like dense at the beginning. I'm sort of like, well, I don't know if I can finish this, but I'm trying. And it's it's um, right away, it's like really interesting. And I'm recognizing past behaviors in myself and in other people where I'm blocking myself off because I feel like people not agreeing with me or seeing the same, you know, not being the same politically as me is is a reason for me to shut them out. Yeah, I'm having um, a really hard time with that right now. Yeah, and this book is like about how that's not okay. You you can't just, you know, it's it's not the same as someone attacking you. Yeah. Um God, it's so hard not to feel like that when so many political opinions deny the humanity of women. Uh, yeah. It's so hard not to feel like that even though I know that that's like everyone thinks they're good. Yeah, everyone thinks that they're the good guy. Yeah. Completely. And everyone thinks that they get the joke and that they are creative and that they yeah. see everything. Yeah. It's really difficult. I think like being a, in a workplace environment in, as opposed to freelance has helped me with that a lot because there are people at work who have said sexist things to me and I still like them because I have to see them every day and work with them and I see the good in them. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he said this dumb thing. He said this. And so like if I saw that online, I would write them off forever. Yeah. But because I have to come to an agreement with them somehow, I'm like, well, we relate on this matter. And like, yeah. they're not a bad person. They're just kind of ignorant about this. And I can, you know, talk back to them if they do say that stuff. I used to be really good at that, I think. You used to be good? Yeah. You I think, think I've gotten worse at, at doing that. I feel like when I started doing stand-up, it was like the most diverse community I'd ever been a part of. And people had all kinds of different, like backgrounds and perspectives and ideas and like there were people who just like would say horrible things about women who I would still oh love God, and yeah. like and I just got worse and worse at dealing with it and accepting it and I don't know why it goes in waves I mean uh after the election happened there was like a week where I couldn't tolerate certain people at work because oh yeah because it was just too raw and they you know I mean one of them was saying stuff like well Bernie definitely would have won oh my god and Hillary was the worst candidate of all time and I was just like we can't you can't say that right now. <laughs> yeah. And I actually started yelling at one of them. And then I was like, I'm sorry, I just yelled at you. Thank you for the debate. Like <laughs> tried to like get back to a human place uh, oh, with it, but I was really angry. That shit makes me, I'm, I know we have Bernie supporters listening to us right now, but that, that kind of talk makes me like, that is Bernie's so, great, that is but you, so fucking unknowable. So, he lost the primary. So you can't say he would have won the election. You just also, can't. Donald Trump beat, everyone he beat everyone he beat everyone Ugh. anyway should we do chunch chat sure <laughs> it's time for chunch chat our regular segment where we talk about any news in the world of martha stewart's pony band chunch chunch when the clock strikes noon we could have a picnic lunch fine wine full moon and we're chatting about chunch and chunch so there's no new um ben chunch news well okay there was like one picture of ban chunch being groomed ban <laughs> chunch all one word but you know it was pretty like it was just in a larger post about putting the animals away in for a, for a storm that was coming and then martha got stuck while snow plowing four miles of road on her farm and she had to wait for a tractor to pull her out that was so amazing th- those pictures of her stuck were kind of cute um, I like that she po- she posted about it and was like, "Oh no, I'm stuck," but like seemed to have a sense of humor about it. Yeah, it was adorable. She's just great. 
Um, <laughs> and then also her Chow Chow Peluche had uh, puppies. Oh, my God. <laughs> and of course, there are people in the comments who are like, you shouldn't be breeding dogs, blah, blah, blah. But like, whatever. They're, they're chow chows. Yeah. They're cute. Also, I feel like, <laughs> you know, I agree with that generally, but it's Martha Stewart. She's taken care of a lot of animals. A lot. You know what I mean? I have a whole list of like every kind of chicken she has, but I'll save it for the next episode. <laughs> it is extensive. <laughs> and that's just chickens she has all kinds of fowl <laughs> um that concludes chench chat it's time for one on fun um Emily. Yes. Can I give you a hug? Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> all right. I feel really bad after. Oh, I don't want you, you to feel you bad. You cried. No, I cry all the time. You're really you're, you're a very pretty crier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad there's not a mirror so I can believe you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Some people are cute criers. Lisa. Yes. Which bodily function do you think makes you look the worst? <laughs> Shitting. Shitting? Well, vomit, s- vomiting's probably not cute. See, I feel like vomiting is probably worse than shitting to look at. Yeah, because shitting, you can just see me like my lap. Well, my boyfriend sometimes comes in while I'm peeing and uh, thinks it's cute. <laughs> so I'm like, if if he couldn't... Shitting's not that... He can't tell you're not shitting, really. Yeah, I mean, if he couldn't smell it, then maybe... Barfing, I feel like your whole body convulses. Yeah, you can it looks tell like you're the going, exorcist. Because it's like, when you think about what you watch dogs do, I would rather watch a dog poop than... <laughs> People have turned the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> they canceled their subscription long ago. Um, yeah, vomiting's really gross to me. I mean, I'm like a phobic of of vomiting. Oh, you are. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really hate it. Um, yeah, I'd rather like feel sick than vomit. Oh, really? What's well, so gross? How it like oh, bur- burst about this? Burst your blood vessels. That's so disgusting to me. Wait, I was what. Just- yeah, sometimes when when Adam throws up, his his like eyes will be bloodshot and like he'll have like burst blood vessels in oh. his face because he goes hard. He's just like <laughs> like he like he's ver- erect while he vomits. It, <laughs> yeah, it gives him a boner. He does it every time he masturbates. No, it's like he vomits so loudly and aggressively. It's like really scary. I always have to I have to like hide while he's doing it. I can't be there like comforting him. Um. Although I've gotten better about it. Like the first time he did it, I wanted to dump him. I was like, (laughs) and it was the first time he said, I love you. No. (laughs) Wait, how have we not talked about this? (laughs) Uh, He was just barfing. Wait, so which happened first? The barfing or the I love you? The barfing. Okay. (laughs) He was like, I love you. And you were like, I used to. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't handle this. But then I was like, you know, I stayed next to him, even though I wanted to like run down the street and oh never God. see him again. Um, Wait, and when's the last time you barfed? Um, I barfed uh, three years ago at a funeral. 
Oh, there was man. a funeral, and then we went back to our hotel, and then we were going to have to go to a reception. But then both me and Adam got some flu or something, and so oh we were God. both like shitting and barfing. <laughs> I only barfed once, though, which is crazy for like having a stomach yeah. flu. And um, then wait, wasn't it a long time before that? Like, yeah, before that, it had been twelve years. Jesus. <laughs> so you've barfed once in the last fifteen years. Yes. That's crazy. One time. I barf so much. And I I am nauseous every day. (laughs) (laughs) You just resist? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um. Just push it out the other end. Um. (laughs) That concludes one on one. (laughs) That was a good one. It's time for Wiki of the Week. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon has been a huge inspiration in my life. And now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe. And they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful and you should absolutely go it will be the best decision of your life make a ton of new friends like parker and patrick at max FunCon. tickets for max FunCon and max FunCon east are on sale now at maxfuncon.com Welcome to Wiki of the Week. We're not going to introduce our guest until the next segment because of things. Um, <laughs> but can I just say, I went to the bathroom. I'm not a pretty crier. What are you talking about? You're such a cute crier. <laughs> I also, I know tons of people who've taken those medications and it's fine and they need them. I just like, I had such a weird gut reaction that was like, no, you're perfect. You don't need to, no. Just when like, I see your face, <laughs> there's not a thing that... I would change. Um, okay. You're amazing. Is that what that song is? Yeah. Which who sings that song? Way. Bruno Mars. Oh, I do like Bruno Mars. Or before we started recording, we were talking about experiences on mushrooms, uh-huh. and the one time I've ever done mushrooms, we spent half an hour talking about how awesome Bruno Mars is. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine just went to a concert of his in Vegas and was very disappointed. No, really? Yeah, because he was like. He was yelling at the audience for not singing along. He was used to like larger audiences and he had like a shit fit. And that's so surprising. Yeah. And she tried to get her money back and the theater manager was like, that's just how he is. And like, that's what you signed up for. And yeah, we don't give refunds. I'm going to start crying again. (laughs) I know. I still love him though. But he's, I like almost didn't believe it because I'm like, he's such a perfect. That sounds like fake news to me. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't believe it. Um, yeah. I don't believe the mainstream media about anything. Um, That's probably smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trust your sources. Hang on one second. I'm an unreliable source. I'll admit it. <laughs> um, I'm biased. Uh, I'm hyper biased. Yeah. <laughs> um, this week's Wikipedia page was sent to us by Leon Partridge. Leon Partridge. Thank you, Leon. I like the confidence with which you pronounce it. I was about to really belabor that first name. Leon or Leon? Lion, Leon. You just said Leon, and I think that's right. Lion Partridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is the Wikipedia page for Shrek the Sheep. 
It just says Shrek parentheses sheep. Yes. <laughs> um, Shrek, born November 27th, 1994, died June 6th, 2011. Wow, 16 years. That's a good life for a sheep, I'm imagining. Yeah. I know zero things about it. <laughs> um, Shrek was a merino weather castrated male sheep belonging to Bendigo Station, a sheep station near Terrace, New Zealand. Oh, a sheep station. Oh, a sheep station. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, know, you have train stations, but then also you have sheep stations. That's, yeah, yeah. It's just like radio stations, sheep stations. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I think that's just a ranch. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gained international fame in 2004 after he avoided being caught and shorn for six years. <laughs> Do sheep not like being shorn? That makes me feel really bad. I know. I, thought, I guess so. I assumed that it was okay. Yeah, I just had always thought about it like clipping your fingernails. I'm sure we will have some vegans writing in telling us not to wear wool. Oh, no. I love wool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um, so, merinos are normally shorn annually, but Shrek apparently hid in caves, avoiding, <laughs> avoiding muster. <laughs> He was named <laughs> He was named after the fictional ogre in books and films of the same name, uh, Adoy. <laughs> after finally being caught on April 15th, 2004, the weather was shorn by a professional in 20 minutes <laughs> on April 28th. The shearing was broadcast on national TV in New Zealand. His fleece contained enough wool to make 20 large men's suits weighing 60 pounds, an average merino fleece weighs around 9.9 oh pounds God. with exceptional weights uh, up to around 33 pounds. So it, it was twice like what is considered a crazy amount. Yeah. You guys have got to fucking Google image this thing because <laughs> that I just feel like this sheep represents all women's pussies under Trump. Uh, <laughs> grow it out, girls. Grow it out, bitches. <laughs> uh, Shrek became a national icon. He was taken to Parliament to meet the then New Zealand Prime Minister, Helen Clark, <laughs> in May 2004 to celebrate his 10th birthday. Hey, uh, newsflash, this sheep does not know what a Prime Minister is. For <laughs> a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> in November 2006, 30 months after his initial shearing, Shrek was shorn again on an iceberg floating off the coast of Dunedin, New Zealand. Wait, what? Why? What? Why? What? Excuse me? There's so much left out of this page that seems like vital info. It links to an article, Shrek the Sheep has close shave on ice. Shrek was fitted with special crampons to stop him sliding around for the stunt to raise money for the charity Cure Kids and to promote New Zealand wool. Shearer Jimmy Barnett sheared Shrek on a specially designed and woven wool rug laid carefully on the ice as owner John Perriam kept a close eye on his charge. Wow. So shaving a sheep on ice is something you can do for charity, apparently. Oh, my God. You can really just do fucking anything for charity. I would donate to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you can't because Shrek was euthanized on June 6, 2011 <laughs> on the request of his owner after Aww. the animal had entered a convalescent state for three weeks. While treatment was available, it was cost-intensive and as such, obviated. He was 16. How long do sheep normally live? It's a good question. Sheep lifespan. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 10 to 12 years. Oh gosh, so... So he, yeah, he... This is an exceptional sheep in every way. <laughs> in every way. Um, everyone, Google image this sheep. Buy 
uh, customized iPhone cases with images of the sheep on it. Did you see the pictures of him before he was shorn? Yes, that's what I mean. It's Those are the pictures. So good. It He's is just a puffball. So funny. He, he can barely see. See, sheep need to be shorn. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. I what I don't understand is yeah, what happens if sheep aren't shorn? I don't like. Know. How did this? Because there had to be a time. I guess it's like we've been breeding them to to create to more grow too wool. much hair. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it looks it's like wild. it's suffocating him. Oh, and then the picture of him after he's shorn where he's just lying on his own wool like a blanket is so <laughs> fucking weird. Um, thank you for sending us this page. Yeah, that's a good one. That concludes Wiki of the Week. We'll be right back with Lori Kilmartin. Yay. Yay. All right. Uh, let's introduce our guest this week. Lori Kilmartin's here. Yay. Yay. Very funny comedian. Thanks, gals. Everyone listen to the Jackie and Lori show. It's so good. <laughs> Fantastic. Or, or no one. That's our other hope. <laughs> we either want all the listeners or none of them so we can stop doing our podcast. <laughs> no, please don't stop. My favorite thing about your podcast is how much you hate doing it. <laughs> <laughs> how, how vocal you are about hating doing your own podcast. Um, uh, and you have a new special out on CISO. Yeah. I bought CISO to watch it. Aww. And it was worth it. Thank it's you. really good. You can cancel it. If you, <laughs> I just don't want people to think they have to spend money. Right. Well, I had already gotten a, like a trial subscription. Yeah. And so I don't think I, they let me do that twice. Yeah. So. Cheap, oh, right? oh, isn't it like, it's, it's like, four bucks a month. Oh, so yeah. It's, 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 I think it's worth the, the content worth is yeah. worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're here today to talk to us about something even more important, which is <laughs> than the death of my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh yeah. Lori's special is called 45 jokes <laughs> about my dead dad. <laughs> but enough about him. But enough about him. Let's talk about fascia blasting. <laughs> um, okay. So I was, I was explaining the basics to you earlier, and yeah. then we had to stop so that we could. I wanted to save it for okay, the podcast because, yeah. well, first of all, like, what is fascia? It's this. It, it's this stuff that covers all of your muscles, and it sort of makes movement easier. Yeah, and and I'm I. This is all I'm getting this all from the fascia blasting what <laughs> Facebook page, so it could be completely medically inaccurate. Yeah, but um, when it gets it, it's. The woman who invented this thing describes it as thinking of hair that gets very tangled and all of a sudden, you know, you can't move as well. You, you're not as flexible. You have cellulite. And when you start to comb the fascia out, then it sort of releases a lot of pain. You get out of a lot of muscular pain and... So it's like combing the hair inside of your body. Yes. Uh, <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> the worst possible mental image to describe. <laughs> yeah. And so th- she has a bunch of different sizes of, um, they're called blasters, uh-huh. and uh, they all have like three or four claws on them. You heat up like in a shower or a sauna or a bath so that you're really, really hot and your fascia is really warm. And that makes it more flexible or more amenable to be broken up. And then you just rub this thing on every single part of your body. What is the thing? Is it like a giant comb? Like what? It's like a pipe, a UVC pipe with four claws on it. And then uh, she like, made. What do you li- mean by claws? Like just like <laughs> spikes sticking out of it? It looks I'm like they're like, like little hands, like little hands, <laughs> little okay. hands. And it feels good. And then, but when you get to certain parts of your body that are really tight, it hurts like hell oh, but it's a fuck. good hurt because you can feel it sort of like kind of um un, un, un detangling or breaking up a little bit oh man but it, it you know there's many many layers of fascia in your body so you do one layer and then you just keep going and going and going and i 
I haven't, I don't have like um, uh, muscle disease or anything. The people that, that have had it said it's reduced the pain immeasurably. And oh, I'm just wow. doing it for cellulite purposes because I'm <laughs> covered, riddled with it. Me so, too. Does it work? <laughs> yeah. The before, I mean, it's taking me, I, I think I just realized I wasn't getting hot enough because, uh, and I think that might be. So you really have to heat up the. You really have to heat up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I go to a lady that does that as a massage. Um, that's technique? her massage is just fascia blasting you. Like the room what? gets really hot and she just kind of rakes over various parts of your body. This appeals to me because my legs look kind of like a melting candle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'd love for them to look like just a new candle. Yeah. <laughs> but brand smooth, new, un- smooth wax. Unflamed. <laughs> <laughs> so wh- how long have you been doing this for? I, um, since August. Oh, okay. so not too long. Yeah. Or, um, and, uh, it's one of those things where um, there's a lot of before and afters. I, I can't, I love looking at before and afters, yeah. no matter what you did. <laughs> I, I don't care if you burned a house down. Here it was when it was up, and now yeah. it's burned, it's charred. Yeah. But I love or before like the and afters. people who've done a lot of meth. Oh, the faces. anything. Yeah. Yes, if, if the after's worse or better. Either way, as long as I can compare it to something in the same light. That yeah. was the picture in the same light. I really Room find that interesting. makeover pictures I really like. Oh, I, I love, love that stuff yeah. where you can slide. Yes, yes. Yeah. the sliders. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and uh, so um, so often at work, if I I'll write a bunch of jokes, and then I'll be I need my little break, and I just go look at fascia blaster before and afters. <laughs> I'm looking at people's legs <laughs> or their stomachs or oh whatever. My God. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So you do you feel like you've seen results? A little bit. A yes. little bit. I think yeah. I, I topped out a little and I and uh it might be because I'm not heating enough. Yeah. Like maybe I got the top layer. Or your sort heart of. is not pure enough. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I didn't like come here for this, Emily. <laughs> I just feel like these things always have some kind of thing where it could be your fault that it's not working. I know. I know. And then there's some people that post on the Facebook page and they're like, it, it's not working for me. Because some of the d- before and afters are very dramatic. And yeah, yeah I'm most- looking at some right now. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> Aren't you fascinated? Yes. Yes. Because you don't have to change your food or your exercise. You just rub this thing thing really hard for a long time. You know, a series of a couple months. But some people have really quick results. Yeah. I bet it's also like just good for you to do that. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yes. Um, Did you know Barbara Gray was in, she posted online that she was in a before and after for a um, line dancing workout video. Oh, really? She posed for before and after photos. Oh, my God. Yeah. She I looks great. I have a lot of follow-up questions. I shouldn't have just brought it up, but uh, <laughs> I should just ask her my questions. I mean, was out. it legit or was it a scam? This, I don't know. I like, think it was legit. Know. I think that... Was she it, actually doing the video? Yeah. And didn't it include like meal plan too or something oh. like that? I think it was like a whole thing. That's such a good idea. I know, Any, but anytime they include a meal plan, it's like, oh, that's it. That's the whole thing. It's all. F- it's my, all the. Meal, I want yeah. a before and after where you didn't change your food, where you ha- just had popcorn at a friend's house before the podcast, where <laughs> you do all the normal shit that you normally do. Yeah, of course, if you change your eating habits, everything's going to change. I refuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse. I'm going to eat the way I'm going to eat for the rest of my life because I enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like especially now that Trump is president, I'm definitely not eating anything that tastes bad. <laughs> Like you can't, you have to treat yourself. I, yeah, it's a lot harder. Cause I'm like, I don't, I shouldn't, I should be able to run 
because I might have to, but like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no, you mean training for the apocalypse? Yeah, that's a different thing. Like, yeah. that's a different thing. But I do, I'm like, I definitely am going to eat a lot of butter. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yes. Did you read about those Silicon Valley techs that are, or executives that are, um, they're getting LASIK to prepare for the apocalypse because they don't want to oh have to rely God. on contacts because they think it's happening? What? Yes. Oh, I've heard yes. that there's like, there's like the code survivalist survivalist there's like a code where they say they're like buying land in new zealand and that actually means they're getting bunkers yes citizenship like peter thiel from paypal who's a trump advisor as citizen as a dual he bought a dual in new zealand where it's supposed to be really hard to get that is so fucking so when the apocalypse happens it's not going to happen in new zealand like what why (laughs) they're going to make sure it happens after their plane takes off oh okay (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know yeah i mean i guess new zealand isn't like a nuclear power i don't know i this is all it would take a while for it to float over to new zealand (laughs) yeah if it's pretty isolated yeah unless we attack australia which Seems likely. Yeah, seems that likely. Phone call. Oh my god! There's really no safe place if no. Trump's on the phone. Yeah, we yeah. should get him one of those like fake phones, like uh, <laughs> like that kids play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's like a fake business call with ka-ching sound effects on the other <laughs> and end. And have someone on the in the other room pretending to be <laughs> yeah. Vladimir Putin. Well, I just watched an episode of The Office from a while ago, where like from like season like 15 or uh-huh. like very late in the run where they were like looking for a new boss and they made Creed the boss and they just kept patching him through to Pam and she <laughs> pretended to be a bunch of different clients so that he wouldn't do. And I was like, that's what we need to do. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So fascia blasting. <laughs> I know. I feel yeah. I'm, my, my uh, obsession isn't intellectual at all. Yeah. And so that's embarrassing. No, but then I don't I- have any alternates that are intellectual. The other thing is I love, just painting a house or I, I love oh, ha- like yeah. I was oh, so yeah. excited when you took me around your house today, oh yeah you know yeah. That, like I, I would have left here happy if we hadn't done the podcast because <laughs> I got to go up your little tiny stairs and, and into your crazy attic that's the pull quote I would have been happy if I had left here and we hadn't done the podcast <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do have a very nice attic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I mean, your your pursuits don't have to be intellectual. That's not a, no, that's they not aren't. a requirement. Yeah. I, I also I think, think what I like on this podcast sometimes is like going underneath people's interests to find their real interest. And I think with you, it's before and after photos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's so little in my life I can change right now, you know? Yeah. That, and like if I can put up a, a back, like I'm putting up a backsplash, and I, I, I went on a an insane tile hunt. You oh, know? I love looking at pictures <laughs> oh my God. of tile. Oh, I love me. tile. Yeah. How do you feel about subway tile? Um, I it's like very it. Very popular right now, but I think it works. It's I'm, nice. I, I, I'm more against the the neutral colors that people seem to be throwing it. Like if you like, I love looking on Redfin at different houses and Me just too. yeah. Um, and you can tell when the you know the flipper or the developer just went to Home Depot. Like I'm like, oh, I know what aisle you're in when you got all that stuff. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, so I I went on a a very involved tile hunt where I got a lot of samples from different places and then picked the one I like. What did oh. you go with? It's um it's Aqua and it's a subway oh. brick, and so it's the one brick is glossy aqua, and the next one is iridescent, and it looks Ooh. like a swimming pool when you walk in. Oh my god, I love that! That's yeah. my favorite color. Me too. Yeah, I mean, all of yes. my yeah, yeah. Uh, like I just pointed at my laptop case, which is that color. Um, <laughs> yeah, my first car was that color. Really? Yep. I want to get a car that color. It's, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your laptop. I don't care what brand it is. I just want it to look like my laptop. Um. But I, but I, um, you know, I have a kid, so nothing about my life is 
changeable, like where I can pick up and go any place or anything like that. So I feel, you know, it seems like the only thing I can do is rearrange the furniture, you yeah. know, like <laughs> like a lunatic, just yeah. put a chair here. And then I'm like, oh, I solved that problem. I don't know what the problem was. Oh you yeah, know, this, this is going to fix it for sure. Yes, 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 yeah. But I, um, but I, uh, so I get very uh, obsessed with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you ever look at those like home renovation before and afters on like apartment therapy? I love apartment therapy and I love remodelista. Yeah, it's just like my guilty yes. pleasure. Like I'll yeah. just comb through it and then. I know. It's always like a loft in Berlin and I'm like, oh. <laughs> it's all painted white, but the like the drawer poles are, you know, are brass. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the Built-ins. only color in the whole kitchen is brass drawer poles. <laughs> I love that apartment therapy is honest about what it's replacing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in place of the mental health care you actually need is yeah. look at these pretty pictures of loft beds. Yes. Yeah. Remodelist is great too. They get really, really forensic about very tiny, tiny details. Oh, yeah. I got to look at that one. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten hooked that on that yet. That makes me feel like I'll never be able to do it properly. I get a little yeah. overwhelmed with like the rules. It's kind of like... You just I always... get a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have great taste. <laughs> I just don't understand how people how people do that stuff. I know. Well, it's like a full time hobby. Yeah. Is this is this the first place that you've had that you've really like remodeled? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. Does it feel like you will ever be done? No. <laughs> no. 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 I keep like trying thinking of new ideas and add ons and stuff like that. And, yeah. it, and most of it's just it's wasted fantasy time because it I I wouldn't pay I wouldn't be able to afford to add you know more square footage or anything like that. So yeah, that stuff's really expensive, but I like to draw it out. I, you know, and fantasize about not, well, you know, my mother lives with me. So I'm, I'm like, I've, I've already have the layout of the room when she dies. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm knocking a wall down and I'm making t- the two tiny bedrooms into one big one for me. And I'm, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <course>. yeah so. <laughs> just remodeling around her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get you out of here, but fast enough. <laughs> oh yeah. How's that going? <laughs> It's, you know, it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely thought about like my having my parents live with me because I'm the only one of my siblings who's probably not going to have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, I'm definitely going to. So you're going to be the caretaker? Probably. Although they're going to want to be near the grandkids. So unless I somehow end up living far away from like all of the grandkids. Where where are the grandkids? They're all in New York, but I feel like they're going to move to LA. Yeah, probably. At some point. Or like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Everything could change. This is all like if there's an America. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this is all. This is all our, our impeachment fantasy post. Yes, post oh, impeachment God. talk. Yeah, God, Fuck. <laughs> it's really just hanging over literally everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard, I mean, hard to plan ahead. It's hard to plan ahead, and it's hard to if you're creative to focus on anything else because you yeah. you also feel like oh I I need to get on Twitter and. Uh, you know, let everyone know that this this is unacceptable to me. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. hopefully it will be unacceptable to my followers, and then maybe we'll do something. And we'll ch- it does feel like you're trying to change public opinion or alert people, and you know, cause some kind of change. I I don't know if it really does, but 
it's it's helpful to to see other people taking action because it inspires me to do the same. Like one of my friends has like started going to like town hall meetings and like lobbying and stuff. And it's really inspiring. It Um, is. It is. So it is. Shout out to Eleanor Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's amazing. Eleanor Davis. Yeah. She's a a painter. She's incredible. But like, wow. um, And I'm just like, oh, she's such a badass. I want to do stuff. So I've been writing letters and calling and stuff. I I never thought I would I've been calling too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I hate doing it. I I will say that like Eleanor Davis also like rode across the country on a bicycle and peace standing up using one of those devices. There's a lot of yeah. things that she does that I'm like, I feel no pressure to do that myself. <laughs> she's the one who painted that huge Ruth Bader Ginsburg that's yeah, in my living room. Amazing. Oh she's my God. Like wow. Anyway. Oh, um, cool. I feel like I, I have been wondering like, I think when I started comedy, I was like, I'm going to change some minds. And yeah. now I just feel like I'm just comforting people who believe what I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I worry yeah. about that too. Yeah. 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 It's tricky. Yeah, they're, they're like with my my mom's a Trump supporter, you know, but uh, she she, you know, doesn't all the stuff we read about every day that you think, oh, and these people still support this guy. They don't know it. They don't hear yeah. it. They don't. You know, my mom doesn't know. Um, you know, when the first people they deported was a mother, uh, mm-hmm. who you know just got a social security card so she could work. You, you know, yeah. like the crime of working. So. You know, and she doesn't want to hear it. What and she, then she, she so she gets upset when you try to tell her? I don't. I don't bring it up anymore because she says fake news. She, she'll literally put her hands in front of her face to block a fact. <laughs> <laughs> like a goalie. Like She's just take like, tangible form and yeah. come at her face. <laughs> yes. So our, because I can't live in a state of rage. Yeah. So our agreement is we just don't talk about it. She's not allowed to bring it up either. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Um. So... Uh, people should watch her special on CISO. Yeah, it's if you use my last name, it's free till the end of March. And then if you, you this know, is coming out in March. So if it's if it's after March, you know, it's just three ninety nine. Yeah, don't, don't be a cheap ass. It's, it's worth really it. good. Con- it's not just me. There's a ton of really good original content. Take know, my so. wife. Yeah, yes. on there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the new McElroy Brothers show is going to oh, be yeah. on there. The I'm bajillion dollar is it? Bajillion. bajillion? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. That shows on there too. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here, Lori. Thank Thanks, guys. Yay. Oh, and if people want to follow you on Twitter, at AnnieLaurie16, A N Y L A U R I E 16. And listen to the Jackie and Lori show. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Lori Kilmartin, everybody. <laughs> Bye. It's time for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert hour. Welcome to Expert Hour. Uh, let's introduce our expert this week. Very excited. He's here to talk to us about navigating the workplace. Please welcome Lunk Dunkelman. Hey, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> Good. Good. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming here. Um, what are you? What are you say I'm an expert of? Well, like navigating the workplace. Is nah, that how, nah, would nah. You, how would you describe your expertise? Uh, I'm an expert at making boss happy. Okay, I uh, need boss, boss to be happy. Yeah, like, uh, so um, I'm like a hench person or w- whatever you would call it. Oh. And oh. boss got to be happy or else <laughs> things go bad. Um, so where do you, where do you work? Uh, I guess there's different gigs, various places. There's banks, there's kidnapping lairs, things like that. Oh. Oh, wow. so you're like a, like a minion? Like a hench, like a hench. Uh, look at my face. I'm regular skin color, not a <laughs> yellow thing. <laughs> no, minions taken on a whole different meaning ever since the minion series. That's true. You're like yeah. a goon, 
Like a hired like a goon? goon. Uh, yeah. We prefer not to be called goons. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I did refer to myself as a hench person. I don't know why we need any synonyms. Okay. I'm just trying well, to, well, to understand. Just sort of to clarify. Yeah. Sort of. Um, <laughs> all right. So well, you're, a, you're a hench person. Yeah, that's right. That's um, right. So who's your boss? Oh, if I told you who my boss was, I'd get in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's rule number one is yeah. respect your boss's privacy. Yeah. Yeah, I got to keep boss happy. So yeah, let's talk about it. What do you what do you think are like the the basic the tenets basic? of keeping boss happy? Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. Nah, you gotta guard the doors. <laughs> uh, make sure the blaze can't come in and ruin everything again. The blaze. <laughs> what's the blaze? Who, yeah, what's uh, the what? blaze is boss's mortal enemy. Oh, oh. The blaze has the power of fire. We all know he's in the news. He's constantly thwarting boss. I actually haven't read any news about this. Me neither. But I've been really distracted by Trump, so like yeah. maybe I'm not. Oh, yeah. But if Trump is on page one, the blaze is on page two most of the time. Oh, yeah, man. that's probably the issue. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, okay. So, uh, guard the door. Guard the doors. Oh, yeah. So, that's really important. Guard the doors. Boss always tells me, make sure you guard the doors. <laughs> and I start guarding the doors, but then I get distracted by one thing or another every single time. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what do you think has distracted you in the past? Uh, sometimes it's a trail of donuts. <laughs> okay. I'll walk, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Is that a sprinkled donut? Is that a chocolate donut? Is that a glazed donut? Then by the time I get to the fourth or fifth donut, I realize, you know, who put them there? The Blaze put them there. Oh. And he's gotten right in those doors I was supposed to guard. Yeah. <laughs> Has so that happened to you on multiple occasions? It's not always donuts, but yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Different treats, you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah, boy. So, okay. Guard I'm a the good doors. muscle, though. I'm a good muscle. Yeah, so what, what, do you, what do you normally have to use your muscles for? Um, stopping uh, crime fighters, uh, stopping police, pushing boulders if we need to push a boulder. <laughs> uh, yeah, when have you needed to push a boulder before? Oh, trying to get things from caves. Oh. Disrupt ancient like burials, things oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. Boss does a lot of cool stuff. It's not just urban things. It's not all in the city. Sometimes we'll go into an ancient cave and try to take priceless jewelers. <laughs> that sounds very exciting oh yeah it's yeah. a very exciting job and it's super important <clears throat> to keep us happy when he's out and about you know <laughs> it sounds really important yeah so other than guarding the doors like what are some other things that i guess you know people listening who are you know thinking about keeping boss happy. keeping boss happy like what what else can they do um shutting your yap is a big <laughs> thing that boss tells me to do a lot um okay. So that's super important. But sometimes I just got to say something like, look, there's a moth on your forehead, Mr. Boss Man. And he says, that's not important right now. We're trying to stop the blaze. And I say, but it's so pretty. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Louise. I can see why it would be hard to keep your yap shut when something like that is happening. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Have What would you say has been your uh, proudest achievement at work? Oh, yeah, my proudest teammate at work is one time, boss said, you're doing a good job because um, here's what happened. So the blaze came, right? And the uh -huh. blaze was full of fire. And he was using his fire powers. And it so happened that I had gotten caught and trapped in a freezer earlier that day. Unrelated story. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, I thought that there, I don't know. I thought there was like 
gold inside of a freezer. It turned out to be someone freezing uh, Jewish gelt, those chocolate coins. Anyhow, I climbed in, thought I was getting gold for boss. The door locked behind me. Long story, I was trapped in there for a while. I came out and I temporarily had the power of ice. And so I was (laughs) able to thwart the blaze for only a moment. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty cool. I'd be lying if I said I did it on purpose, but boss liked it. <laughs> when you please your boss, does he reward you in any way? Do you get sort of a, like a bonus? or? Uh, yeah, when boss is pleased, um, he does not uh, hit me. <laughs> oh. uh, look, I didn't want to go there, but there is a downside to being what some might call an evil hench person. Uh-huh, that yeah. his boss can sometimes get a little violent, you know? I feel like we're in kind of an era that's like post-evil. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But boss actually is in direct communication with the president of the United <laughs> States. Of course, of course. I can't of say who he is, is, though. I can't say who he is. Can you say, like, which part of government operations he's advising Trump on? General advisor. Oh, oh. no. That's not good. <laughs> oh, um, w- one thing that I'm just thinking about as we're as we're interviewing you about this, and I do love how specific your advice is, but I'm trying to think of ways that we can sort of broaden this out to sort of apply to more of our listeners. Oh, because not everyone's a hench person. Yeah, not everyone's boss is sort of like robbing banks and things. Like some people just work at the library and have work at maybe- the library. Okay, so let's say you're a librarian and you want to make boss happy. Yeah. Um, what you would want to do is uh, probably make a barrier full of books so tall that even the blaze couldn't get through. <laughs> you know, uh, he would have to burn a book and isn't that a moral quandary? Oh. I don't I think the blaze would want to burn books, so if you surround them with books, he'd have to fly out, which he can do because he has enough firepower that he could shoot it at the ground and sort of propel himself upwards. <laughs> that but, is a really good point. Right? Right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anyone at any job could help stop the blaze and make <laughs> boss happy. I guess that would make your boss happy kind of no matter what. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I think so. Um, can I ask you, do you have... Um, friends in your workplace oh sure there's a whole bunch of friends yeah uh there's tunk <laughs> there's brut there's derp <laughs> yeah we're all a bunch of hench people uh we got renamed by boss that wasn't my birth name oh what was your birth name jeffrey matthews <laughs> oh wow wow and now you're lunk lunk dunkelman that's right turnt seacrest and lunk dunkelman <laughs> Um, do you like your job? Are you kidding me? I love my job. Oh, good. Oh, good. I want to help boss so bad. <laughs> all I want to do all day is help boss. It's just sometimes I'm too much of a bozo to do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got to say, um, it sounds like you maybe, like, you are really good at your job, but you might be having a hard time achieving, like, a work-life balance. Would you say that's true? Yeah. I don't think that's true. I've got a, a whole lot of personal lives. So, yeah, I go on dates all the time. I'm very active in the online dating community. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's right. Which websites have you been, like, what apps? Are Not you... joke ones, normal ones. Okay, Cupid, <laughs> Tinder, things like that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just uh, when I meet someone new, I just have to go through a little questionnaire process. Uh-huh. Do you know the Blaze? Will you help the Blaze? Are you working for the Blaze? <laughs> Do you know Boss? Will you help Boss? Do you want to make Boss happy? 
Yeah. Yeah. And and you've been having good luck with that? Uh well, okay. I said I go on dates. What I meant to say is I do a lot of messaging on these apps. Okay, yeah. A lot of people are very bewildered and I don't know why. Yeah, that seems like... I, I mean, it's hard for everyone to find someone to go out with on those apps. Yeah. I know I had a really hard time when I was on there. I did, yeah, sure. I, I did go on one date. Yeah? Yeah, we went to a, a warehouse. <laughs> we, uh, I, she tied me up to a chair. I told her that she could get information out of me. Not in a sexual way, just in a helping her understand what I do for a living yeah, sort of way. just getting to know you sort of first date questions. Yeah, like, that's tied right. to a chair. That's right. But she was doing it all wrong. She was asking me where I was from, or what my parents did. But you're supposed to ask questions like, well, where did you keep in the money? Or, uh, or like, uh, how could I stop the commissioner? Things yeah. like that. Oh. While we have you here, can I ask you, where are they keeping the money? Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you that. <laughs> Damn it, that almost It's 13 worked. miles deep. Anyway, you wouldn't be able to get there. You need the drill that they have downtown. You take the big drill and you drill all the way down at a 53 degree angle. And that's where they stash all the bosses' money. But don't go there. Jeez, oh, I said that out loud. <laughs> wow, Boss is gonna be miffed. <laughs> that was a lot of information. Boss is gonna be so miffed to me. Cut it out. Cut that out. Cut that part out. <laughs> we will cut it out, but I have to warn you, our sound engineer is the blaze. Yeah. What? <laughs> You're not wearing your costume or nothing. Swearing, what is that, a blue turtleneck? Oh my goodness. We may have gotten you here under false pretenses. Oh boy, boss is going to be so upset. Am I going to jail after this? But I guess that does lead to another tenet of making yeah. boss happy, which is maybe don't go on podcasts that are secretly engineered by your nemesis. Yeah, and don't oh, let boy. the podcast host tie you to your chair oh, I before they record. Am. Yeah, I am sort of stuck. Aren't I? Yeah. <laughs> I am talking in a very public forum about what I do, but I didn't name Boss Bannon's name yet. I didn't. Oh! I didn't do it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, you didn't name mm. name your boss at all. Oh. Um, can you tell us, like, what's on the horizon for, for you guys? Like, what do you yeah. guys have planned? Like, what's... Oh, well, up? we're probably going to move... Move to the pro- Jesus, I can't do my voice anymore. Uh, <laughs> we're probably gonna move to the private island that Boss was trying to set up. Oh, uh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, can I ask you too? Um, how did you get hooked up with this work in the first place? That's a good question. That's a very good question. So for me, I was punching a wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. I was punching the wall. Uh, I was punching the wall because I was so angry at myself because I was so miffed that I did my old bad, my other job bad. I was a bouncer at a bar and a bunch of underage children uh, laid out a bunch of <laughs> raisinettes and I could barely see them. I'm like, are those little poops? No, they're raisinettes. That's a tasty treat. And so I walked what ended up being blocks and blocks away from the club. All the little children got in and I got fired. But you know who saw me? Boss saw me. He saw me punching a wall. He saw me punching a wall. I punched a hole right through that wall. I got muscles. Let me tell you, I got muscles. I got muscles left and right. I can see that. Yeah. It was very hard to get you tied to that chair. I know. I'm kind of worried you'll be able to bust out. Honestly, I think I could, but I just want to go (laughs) along with it, you know? Oh, that's nice of you. Let's not resort to that till we need to. Yeah. Um... What about for other people who maybe want to get involved in henchman work? Is there uh, a way that you recommend to get noticed aside from punching walls in front of people? Honestly, it's such like a luck of the draw thing. (laughs) (laughs) Like I could tell you how I did it and I did, but like 
is everyone going to punch a hole at a club and get noticed? I don't know. Like, I could refer like one or two people, but I can't do it that often. So like, honestly, just keep putting yourself out there. Just punch things, you know, uh, tie things up, that sort of thing. Like, and hopefully eventually, like the right people will see you tie people up or stealing money or whatever. Yeah. 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 Um, Is there anything you won't do for for boss? (laughs) What's my boss? A Klondike bar? <laughs> Is it like you the old commercial? <laughs> what will you do for a Klondike bar? Um, yeah, I, I think I'll do just about anything for boss. Like, if boss told me to dip my head in acid, I, I, I don't know if I would do it. I, I probably would do it, but I'd have a serious conversation with myself first. So if I dip my head in acid, I could die. Yeah. Or I could get cool the Joker powers, and that's fun too. So, like, there's a there's a plus side and a downside to anything Boss tells you to do. Yeah. He he's probably knows what he's talking about anytime he tells you to do something, you know? I don't know about that. Do you, th- do you think that um, you have, do you have any aspirations to sort of uh, move up in the ladder here and maybe become your own boss mm-hmm. someday? Become boss? <laughs> I don't know who I'd be trying to please then. Yourself. I, you know, just my have, like, needs? Yeah. Yeah, like your own sort of... Boss's needs are my needs. But, oh, wait a minute. I could live for myself? Yeah. Yeah, this You could is be independent America. instead of codependent. This is America? Yeah. For the time being. Yeah, you could kind of, um, like, especially, you know, like if Boss died or something, like, yeah. you could sort of. Boss died! Boss died! <laughs> no, I mean. What I... happened to Boss? Hypothetically. Did the get him? <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically, if Boss died. Oh, jeez, you had me so scared there for a second. <laughs> that I maxed out the mic all the way. <laughs> jeez, Louise. Oh, man. If hypothetically Boss Ban and died, um. Well, I don't know. I guess I'd, I'd probably start my own organic farm. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, you that's think? a great plan. Yeah, yeah. I punch all those seeds so deep into the ground <laughs> and water them so hard. This is a great I crush watering can above my head with my big burly bicep. <laughs> This is such a great use of your physical ability. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't just have to be for beating people up or yeah. garden doors and things like that. You know, maybe I should quit. Yeah, work the land. You know, I can't. Boss is definitely 100% listening into this conversation and all conversations right now. That's likely. Uh, that's likely. Well, think about it. Plant the seed. Wink. <laughs> Emily just winked Yeah, when she said wink. Yeah, oh. in case you guys were wondering. Plant the seed. I get it. You're calling me a minion again. <laughs> well, those little yellow guys, huh? <laughs> I, I guess so, yeah. Are minions farmers? No, I don't. They wear don't overalls. Really I don't really understand what he meant. Mm. Me neither. Um, <laughs> well, we're running out of time, I believe. Um, no, you're, you know who's running out of time? The Blaze. <laughs> He's running out of time. If I got something to do with it, I'm going to punch him so hard if I ever see him. <laughs> The blaze! He's right there! <laughs> yeah, jeez. I got a little distracted. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we told you he was here. Yeah, I guess I forgot. I got real excited thinking about seeds and punching a watering can or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, uh, if people... Do you have any, like, parting advice for people listening about, uh, you know, making Boss happy or uh, just generally sort of 
subduing your own sense of self? Oh, sure. In pursuit of your career? I think ultimately we're all going to have to turn ourselves off in uh, Steve Bannon's America. So, uh, <laughs> so like, uh, get ready to, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, we're all going to be sort of hench people to like a greater, I don't want to say greater good, but a greater power. That's all. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's an ominous, terrifying thought to leave it well, on. I'm a bad guy. <laughs> Um, well, Lunk Dunkelman, thank you so much for being here. If people want to find out more about your work, is there anywhere they should uh, look? Oh, yeah. I love to hang out at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles. UCB Franklin, Tuesdays at 11 o'clock. There's a team called Cardinal Redbird there that does improvised comedy based on Hollywood stuff like acting and writing. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. I see them. <laughs> All Mostly right. I just wow. hang out and steal Beers and waters from the cooler backstage. But don't <laughs> tell the boys. <laughs> and follow at Jake Regal on Twitter. Uh, Lunk Dunkelman, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Lisa, what did you learn today? I learned about fascia blasting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, curious. <laughs> um, Lunk, what did you learn today? Oh, I learned so much. Um. One thing I learned is that you shouldn't start recording podcasts an hour late because people have to leave. They got places to be. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's no one's fault. It was no one's fault. It was a true incidental situation. Um, Emily, what did you learn? I learned that a, a backsplash might be able to fix it. Yeah. Backsplash. Just get a new backsplash. Yeah, it fixes everything in your life. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Rate and subscribe on iTunes. Stop the blaze. Stop the blaze. (laughs) Um, You guys, uh, thanks to Max Fun. We don't thank them enough. They're a podcast network and they're great and they have so many great podcasts. I've been really into Rose Buddies lately. Oh, yeah. Because it's a podcast about The Bachelor. Um, (laughs) Thanks to uh, everyone who's been leaving us five star reviews on iTunes. And go fuck yourself to everyone who's left us a three-star review, which I think is two people. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, what are uh, the names? <laughs> um, I forgot. You guys can look it up on iTunes yourself. Uh, and, uh, I'm going to blow up their cause with my fists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you to Steven for helping us record our podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws. And, and goodbye. goodbye. Yay! <laughs> Fun Drive is coming up, and we're working hard on some of the best episodes of the year. Tune in during the drive to catch these extra awesome episodes and hear about the exclusive thank you gifts we have in store for our new and upgrading members. They are seriously amazing. Plus, it's your chance to show support for Baby Geniuses and help us reach our highest goal ever, 10,000 new and upgrading MaxFund members. The 2017 MaxFund Drive kicks off on March 20th and runs for just two weeks. Visit MaximumFun.org for details, and don't miss it. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.